0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast Paul Cochran's my name. I've got Brett Skelly and Tom Spuderski with me again. Welcome, boys. Hello, boys. How are things? Uh, I'm going well. How are you going, Tommy?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, same old with me. Nothing Christ-
0: special. Christmas came early with the platform launching.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a great response. You've had plenty of phone calls and um, plenty of response on socials and whatnot, so it's going great. Socials are going really well. People are really getting around it,
2: Brett. Yeah, I know, and they The uh, the graphics that you got up there too, they look very good, so very schmick. But it's um yeah, it's been a huge response from what I'm hearing out from uh, the industry. People are loving it. And we
0: dropped a little Christmas present for people yesterday. Another twenty two drivers got added to the platform. So uh, look, um, you know, I think they're going to be legit uh, options for people too. Because what we now know, since we last released a cast we didn't know what the prices were well brett and i did but uh tommy you were one of those in the in the you know out there who didn't know what the pricing looked like and how we're going to make 14.4 million dollars work uh we're going to need those cheaper options so those 22 that we dropped yesterday i think are legit players for people and if you hadn't taken notice that there's some new uh some new Christmas treats sitting there for everyone. Uh, I encourage you to get in and have a look at the platform again because uh, you might be able to tinker with your team a little bit.
1: What are yeah, you looking, Tommy? it's very difficult. Even with the new additions, it's it's so hard to find, um, to reach your cap with, with the team you want, and you're leaving people out that are having close to 100 winners a season. So it's,
0: it's very difficult.
2: I think you will uh, find in some of those new releases, you might get a couple of crackers in there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> boom boom christmas treat uh how you go on tommy with your like i know that you had in your mind what a strategy kind of look like when we last spoke on the podcast has that changed at all now that you've seen the prices and you know and where people fit on the on those levels uh across the four regions
1: yeah so as i'm going through i just i'm i'm really focusing on that Riverina, it it doesn't stop in the Riverina. You got tomorrow Carnival Cup straight off the bat. You got Junie, Aubrey, Young, Wagga Riverina Finals in every month coming. So I'm I'm looking at the Riverina as a as a strong point. They they're not weighted as high as the metro region, but a lot of their drivers they still travel. They still get the drives. They still get the points. So I'm I'm gonna ha- have a real good look at the Riverina come going
0: forward. What what I'm noticing, <coughs> Brett, is, and we talked about it in the last the last podcast that. Maybe it's the, you know, I mentioned that I thought Penrith was a, you know, ignore it at your own peril type venue. Maybe that's starting to emerge is you have to actually put a lot more effort into the Western region or the Riverina region or, you know, or maybe the Hunter because across the board, the points are going to come in the Metro. We know that. And you're sport for choice. There's so many great options there that, you know, it's going to be hard to, to kind of get it wrong um but so maybe that's strategically what you need to do
2: i think you've got to look at some of these uh drivers who are crossing the borders right uh, driving in the riverina driving at bathurst um some who are coming to town as well and we've seen that in recent times that some of the younger drivers are coming to town and winning here so it's um i think you've got to find those all-rounders who are who are traveling getting out there uh winning races at all different venues.
0: Look, I was at um, Tom's mentioned the Tomora Cup, you know, Tomora is in week 1 and it it's the centerpiece uh, Riverina venue in week 1 and as we've we've mentioned the Tomora Cups on and Tomora Cup is a carnival of cups feature which which counts for double points in week 1. So that is a that's a huge play straight off the bat now whether whether your focus is the overall whether your focus is on beating up on your mate in your league taking down your little brother or sister in your in your family league that's set up um, or going after the weekly prize regardless that could be a big thing now I was at Dubbo on Friday night for Carnival of Cups and when you go through and crunch the numbers Nathan Turnbull had four winners on that that race night so there's forty points straight away. But young Justin Reynolds drove the winner of the Red Ochre. Obviously, we're not in game mode as yet, but that would have counted for 20 points for Justin Reynolds right there. So when you start to look at what the points score looks like, those bonus points are going to be a significant player in the, in in how rounds are, are put together, Tom.
1: Yeah, and Chuck on the captain uh, option also. Yeah. If you're Captain Nathan, there's double points on top of his. So... Yeah, that, there's another strategy there, and just touching on what you said earlier, you know, my initial strategy was all metro. I had big boys lined up ready to go, the guys that are going to travel to Newcastle, win those group ones in Menangle. But now I'm sort of looking at Riverina, Bathurst, in um, the Carnival of Cups. The double points, triple points, they're going to be so vital.
0: Yeah, do you go after them now, though, Brett, or do you, or do you wait? Like, do you wait and say, well, all right, Carnival of Cups time is yeah you know, that obviously late February with the Newcastle Mile into March where Menangle is the, is the showcase venue. Do you, do you go after some of them now and, and not burn trades later on or do you, do, you, do you sort of set yourself up and think, right, oh, I'm going to, with the intention of trading those guys in, come late February, March?
2: Yeah, it's very tricky because you've only got three trades. So yeah. each week you've only got those three that you can trade in, trade out. If you're going to go Carl of the Cups heavy – Early on, you might find yourself with some who aren't uh, going to those meetings later on as we head into Carnival of Miracles. So I think you've got to be very strategic as you get into this. Um, have the big boys in there who may not necessarily be having the drives as we go into January, but at the same time, you can't miss them out. You've got to keep them in there. You've got to have the uh, the, the all-rounders from the uh, regional
0: areas as well. Did I say Carnival Cups when I was talking about Carnival of Miracles? Quite possibly, I'm not sure. I might have. Anyway, I meant Carnival and Miracles. If that's what I, what I said, if I didn't forget that I even just said that, um, yeah. Look, I, I'm finding uh, I, certainly the banter's out there, Tom. What people are people are starting to throw some smack at each other. I, I love it. Bring it on. Uh, they're starting to. Uh, I, I've seen some. Uh, Cross pollination of codes, even I've seen some of the rugby league boys, uh, Jared Croker, yeah, Sammy on, Williams, mm-hmm. have been getting involved and throwing some barbs at at uh, Brad Hewitt, who, you know, is their he, is their own uh, man of choice when it comes to training and driving. I love it. Uh, this is this is what we're uh, this is what we, we've aimed to, to try and promote a little bit is the is the water cooler conversation and and some of the some of the jibes getting thrown around and really getting harness racing out there in the conversation.
1: Yeah, well, Brad didn't hold back in his response either back to Jared. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great, and uh, as you said, the water cooler talk, um, the, the group chats, the private leagues—it's all going to be great fun.
0: And uh, and people telling it, telling everyone that they're overpriced, you know that 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 seems like uh, seems like the common humour among the Australian. You know, the the tall poppy syndrome will chop each other down. It's fantastic, and you know, you put a price on someone's head in a in a fantasy game. I think that's going to that's going to uh, inevitably happen. So, um, yeah, look. At it. But out there, Brett, people, I, as I said, I was at Dubbo the other night. People were wanting to talk about it. They wanted to find out a little bit more. Menangle um, an yesterday, people were were talking about it. It's uh, it's everything we hoped it might achieve in the early days.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, even before we uh, went live with this, uh, I was up at Newcastle a couple of weeks ago, and people were asking, "Well, how much am I?" You know, uh, what am I worth? Um, you know, you're going to have to wait. Now people know, and that it is, it's being thrown around. A lot of people are talking about it. Um, and as you say, there's a, there's a lot on social media about people going in the backwards and forwards. And I just know uh, from personal experience, there's also uh, a lot of chat around the world of coolers about how good my team is <laughs> and how bad yours are.
0: Well, we'll get to that shortly. Hey, Tommy, um, the, I guess one of the things is that um, people are now starting to look at at race meetings not just in isolation race races but look at race meetings you know as a as a a complete package and over the past few weeks since we've started talking about a a points system across a, a whole race program so saying, well, okay, there's a, there's a one point there, there's a two point there, there's a ten for a win, and you start piecing it together and come up with a point score. Have you you found yourself doing that?
1: Yeah, I've been telling him as I go. I look at Lucas Rando last week at Penrith, three in a row. Unbelievable. Uh, just the week before that, Sean Grayling. Uh, they're all in flying form, and you, in your head, your team's constantly changing. Oh, I've got to, I've got to put Lucas in because of his drives on Penrith. And then you look at his stats, and maybe they don't reflect his, you know, the, the current status of him. But, yeah, it, it's great. It's great.
0: I, I just uh, crunched some numbers on Blake Jones last night at the Riverina Paceway there at Wagga, three winners, um, 37 points. You know, as we've said, we think that's probably a pretty good, pretty good night out, 37 points, and you start um, crunching the numbers like that. So, you know, eight-race card, if, you, if you're jagging three winners, you're going to get somewhere in the 30s or 40s, or, or go to the next level, Josh Gallagher, who is probably the most informed driver in Australia uh, over the past month, uh, just keeps winning in lumps of four, <laughs> particularly at Newcastle, and well, he did it again on Friday, and that was a, I think it was a fifty-three point, fifty-seven or something like that. He ended up with, if you you know if the game was in play. So, do you think that it, it's a good time to be in form when people are picking a squad for these purposes, ready to go on tenth of January, isn't it, Brett?
2: Yeah, and that's the thing, and I, I've said before though, who do you leave out? You know. If, if you've got him in, the, in your team, who do you leave out? Do you leave out a Jack Callaghan or a Robbie Morris or somebody like that? It's uh, the game that you've got to play, and it's trying to get the, all those people in. And um, going back to the Riverina, um, you've got four people there above 900,000. Who do you keep in? Who do you leave out? I mean, it's, it's so difficult to try and get this. Seems like it's a great idea, and then you go, hang on. And then you write down a name and you go, they've done something over the weekend. I'm going to have to put them in the team.
0: So, Tom, are you more likely to pick a team based on current form or sort of put a – use that as a bit of a lens but but at the same time go, okay, let's not get too caught up in the moment here because the game actually hasn't started yet. My team is relevant in January, February, March, and that's what I've got to be thinking about from a point score perspective, not, not what Josh Gallagher did at – did at Newcastle on Saturday night? Or is that the textbook, the playbook, the, you know, the form guide? You know, we're a form guide business. Is that the form guide that we should be
1: using? I suppose you've got to take it week by week almost because, um, you know, drivers aren't getting the best drives week to week. You know, you see some drivers, they'll drive four in one week, one in the next, none in the next. So you've got to be quick on your feet. But recency bias, it. it it takes out all everything. You, all the stats, nothing about a twelve month period, whatever they did that week, that's all you think about. So you've got to balance it.
0: But we've seen, you know, we you know, you have played a lot of the NF, um, the NRL one. Brett, I know you and i both played a lot of the AFL one and you see guys that just go on that run of form. You know, so let's look at look at say like the AFL, you know, like a Took Miller and they have these incredible runs of form and you go, You have to have him and then everyone ends up buying this particular player you know like a um Talakai from I remember last Mm. year in the NRL Talakai from the Sharks just went on that run of form and everyone just had to have him and then it can be a banana peel eventually Mm. you know and he was a perfect example Talakai so can we get too caught up in because is it possible for harness racing drivers to maintain that type of consistency where say like as we said josh has had a great month is it possible for harness racing drivers to just continually go on that type of run what do you think brett
2: yeah it's it's a little bit uh, like a football player it is a little bit out of um everybody's control it depends on uh, the drives that they're getting so if they're going on that runner form then obviously the trainer is going to be looking at them and going well we need to get them on our horse um but at the same time, you know, you can have a poor run and it's nothing to do with the ability to drive. Sometimes it's uh, factors outside of that. So, you know, as you say, it's it's a banana peel sometimes and I look at somebody like Hannah Rickson who uh, we put in quite low. She's $235,000 and she's making us look silly at the moment.
0: Yeah, and that's what we want, you know. Um, so let's look at some of the some of the people who've probably performed over the last fortnight or so that, that, that we think um, – Probably put themselves on the radar now. Hannah Rickson's one that you've mentioned. We, we think she, she's quite low priced, as as you said. We we think she's outdriving her price right now, and that's that's the phrase I've used a little bit every now and again. Is outdriving and outscoring the price that's been put next to her name. So she's one. Uh, we think she's going to be quite popular, isn't isn't she, Tommy? You already flagged her in, in a previous yeah. podcast.
1: Um, her and Lucas Rando are the two cheapest in the metro region for me. Um, you do need those real cheap options because you have to go top heavy in some regions. So people like Hannah and Lucas, you know, they're not driving quantity, but they're still getting good winners and good points, which is what you need. You just need that, the tail just to kick a little
0: bit and, and help you help you score. I spoke to Lucas yesterday at um, an angle. We've recorded a little bit of content with several of the drivers that, that it, um, you know, are, we think are going to be quite popular in the game. Lucas was one of them that I spoke to. He's... he's He's enjoying the moment. He said it's a nice little ego boost, um, yeah, that people are talking about him. But uh, he's made a commit. Like he said to me that you know he's available to travel anywhere. He's available to drive anywhere, and that's his intention in twenty twenty three. I think that are all the things you want to hear if you're thinking about bringing someone like Lucas into your team. And throw on top of that, as we said, like he's become a, a name on people's lips. Right now, because he had an amazing night at Penrith on Thursday night, three winners. So they're all the boxes ticked, aren't they, Brett?
2: Yeah, and that's, that's what you need sometimes to get on a little bit of a roll and, and have that momentum behind you. And as, as soon as that's happening, people are going, OK, we're going to put him on. And so then it snowballs, and you get more drives, you get more wins. You know, winning begets winning. I spoke to Grace
0: Pinelli yesterday as well. She's one of our ambassadors uh, for the game, she's our Hunter Region ambassador. And the reason I spoke to her yesterday is because she came to Menangle and she had a winner at Menangle as well. That, to me, starts putting Grace well and truly on the radar. You know, she's uh, Darren Binskin uh, is very keen to give her more drives here at Menangle. Uh, she drove with authority. It was a commanding win yesterday. She wins at at uh, uh, at Newcastle. She in there's an interview that I recorded with Grace and and in Jess, she's going to say. I think you would expect a lot more. Uh, uh, if, if the pattern of her results in 2022 continues. she'll be coming second a lot. Well, there's points in that <laughs> if you're recording, if you're coming second a lot. I think we're going to see that converted into a lot more wins. Uh, but, but if she's driving at Menangle and getting those Tuesday winners as well, that puts her well and truly on the radar.
2: Yeah, absolutely. She's a... Uh yeah, she's expanding the, the regions that she's going to. She's no longer just in the Hunter. As you say, she um, had a winner there yesterday. I, I think she'd, um, for the Hunter region, I think she's got to be one of the first into the team.
0: Nathan Turnbull, Tom, um, as we just said, four winners at Dubbo the other night, and that's not an anomaly. You know, Nathan travels. He's had a well in excess of 100 winners for the year, yep. given his, his uh, preparedness to travel. Uh, the Turnbull name consistently turning up and and churning out results on the Bathurst track, which is a a weekly fixture in the game. Where's he sit in the scheme of things? You have got to put him in. You have to. Um, he's got a terrific
1: horse too, better be the best. Yep. Um, that's going to be there at Menangle in those in those uh, final races and triple point races. So Nathan, he's, he's seven hundred draws a year, one hundred and twenty odd winners this year. He's, you have to put him in. Yep. The, the right.
2: thing is though. Can you get Amanda and can you get Nathan in the same team?
0: Oh, that'd be challenging, I, I think, with the prices. Yeah. So you're looking at, for Amanda, you're looking at uh, 1.195 for Nathan, 935. So you're, you're well in excess of $2 bucks there. Yeah, that'd be challenging, wouldn't it? And then where do the Hewitts sit in the scheme of things? You know, if it's, we said in the Sprint Lane podcast yesterday, if it's not if it's not the Turnbulls, it's probably the Hewitts at Bathurst, you know, that'll and there's there's plenty of them, you know. There's about eight eight or so Turnbull or Hewitt names there. <laughs> yeah. But but are the, Do you kind of have to have a foot in each camp there, Tom? Or I'm looking at Bernie. Like he,
1: you're talking about, you got Amanda, Bernie, and Nathan, the top of the Western District. You know, uh, Bernie in the last week has been a Dubbo, Bathus Wagga, He places at thirty percent. So. He, He's getting the quantity, but he's also got the quality. 30%
0: strike rate on placing. That's it's pretty impressive over a 12-month period. Tom Ison continues to churn out winners in the Hunter region, but a lot of them are coming on the... I, I called him in the sprint lane yesterday, the Mayor of Tamworth, when it comes to racing at Tamworth. Um, those wins don't necessarily convert as much when it comes to Newcastle, which is the primary track for the Hunter in the game. Uh, could you spend up on on Tom? Are you, are you starting to... Think think that he's a valid option. I, was, I mean, he does win. Yeah.
1: I was looking at um, some stats this morning from Tom. 20% win rate at 500 drives a year. Pretty impressive numbers. For He's getting the quantity as well. He's got to translate them into races where we're going to get points from. Um, but he's definitely an option, but he comes at a big price tag too. Yeah, he does.
0: I mean, you know, but the price tag is, as we said Brett, you know, we've, we've been heavily responsible for the price tags that have been applied here and and they're not just uh, throw numbers at a dartboard. They're you know, they're backed by the data. So the results justify the
2: price based on you know previous form. That's it. And we've gone back and we've looked at a lot of data to do this, and it's um, not necessar- not necessarily just off this year, but when you do have somebody like Grace and uh Jim McConey up in the Hunter region who are pretty new on the scene um there's not a lot of data behind them but obviously their their special talents coming through the ranks you know it's um trying to trying to base uh, their price off what's been happening recently so yeah i I found the hunter to be the hardest region um and that's why we've got so many people up towards that top end
0: tell you one bloke that i've got in mind for my team is leighton green he drives a lot of the metro tracks now i spoke to leighton yesterday and he was. He thought he'd been overpriced. He's eight hundred and twenty thousand. He thought he'd been overpriced. I, I kind of, um, I countered his argument a little bit with him and, and said, no, I, I reckon we might have got you spot on. Um, he married up his his price with Jack Brown's, and he thought he he said that. Oh, you know, I thought Jack and I were running fairly similar form lines, but. I think Layton's undersold himself a little bit there. Yeah. Layton's actually got a lot. Yeah, you know, his record's very good. I he's one that I'm looking at.
1: I li- I really like Layton. Um, terrific half mile track driver. Um, great on a Penrith uh Thursday night, and yeah, I don't think he's overpriced at all. He's he's around that price with Chris Geary. Eight twenty. I was yeah. I was looking at those two, and I I haven't made my decision yet. Um, on one of those two, but yeah, they're two great drivers, particularly on those half mile tracks. And Chris is only getting more opportunities. Over the past month or two, um, with Belinda McCarthy and whatnot, so I think he had a winner yesterday as well at
0: at Menangle. Well, he's driving for his his partner in crime, Ash Delosa, as well, and Mm. Ash is right down the bottom when it comes to pricing, and she had a she had a winner there at Menangle yesterday, Newcastle, I believe, recently too. Yep, maybe last week. You know, there might be a you know if you're looking for a cheap option there, you know. But we saw drivers over the last couple of weeks that have come out and had those winners where they might not necessarily have been front of mind for people, but you know, Jimmy Douglas had a great win yesterday. He had a. It was a couple of weeks ago. He had a, had a double on them in angle card. Um, you know, Ash DeLosa had a winner, as we said. Steph Morris pops up quite a lot at wins races. David Morris has been popping up Tian at wins races. Yesterday. Tian had a winner, mm. exactly. So don't think that, you know, the choices uh, aren't there. You know, there's a lot of drivers that are popping up and winning races and it only takes that one win. There's a 10-point gain there. And as we said, we're still working out what a good score is, but a 10-point, you know, winner is really going to beef up your score. And if you can – I think if you can get those 15 to 20 sort of scores out of your lower-priced people, I think you're doing really well. If you can beef up your your overall score with – those 15 to 20s kind of scores. So getting those one-off winners like an Astalosa or... It's John just, it's just
1: like that. cricket. You want the tail to wag a little yeah, bit and, exactly. and help you score overall. So, yeah, yeah very important.
0: So um, Will Rickson, he thinks he's a little bit overpriced as well. Uh, there's a bit of a common thread here among some of these bikes, But, you know, David Thorne said something to us on the on the Sprint Lane podcast yesterday. He said uh, Penrith is a bit of a frontrunners, leaders-bias track and you get a lot a lot of young drivers getting winners there because of the claim that they can get. So I thought that was a really tasty little nugget of info to take out of that from a, one of our leading trainers who is active at that track. That That is, is a strategy, I think, to keep in mind.
2: And I think that's something that you brought up before too, that Penrith is a little bit of the forgotten track in all of this, that um, you know we're going to have people... We're going to have races every Thursday night at Penrith, and uh, as you say, there's a lot of young drivers and a lot of drivers who are not as fancied going there and, and winning races.
0: Well, we're gonna what we're going to do over the next few weeks is we're gonna we're gonna drill down on the regions. We're going to pour some time into running the forensics region by region in in different episodes. We're going to produce some episodes where we talk about who we let's let's really narrow down on the the premiums you know the really expensive guys and try and present a case for and against each of each of them and then have a look at some of those lower price people that we've talked about so we've given a real broad brush look at at i guess the the price list overall today we've talked a little bit about the the strategy on it obviously this hype out there people are loving it yeah we we're excited you know um it's been great to actually bring this to life and and now have teams getting picked. We're well up over over a thousand registrations in the the early couple of days of it. Uh, But one of the great things is we had a lot of leagues created. So if you go on the platform, you'll see two tabs up the top. One says my team and another one says leagues. So if you click on the league button, you'll see a lot of leagues that have already been created. Now, some of them are public, so you could jump in one of those leagues or you could go in and create your own and you'll get a code and then you could distribute that to your friends, your family, whoever. You could put it out on your social media and say, hey, here's a league that I've created if you want to jump in and and see what what sort of response you get to that. Now that that's what we call, a, I guess, a, a public or private overall league. But then the other function, which is really cool, is the head-to-head function. So then you've got because what what I just talked about then is basically a leaderboard based scenario so who's got the highest points on a leaderboard but the other the other part of it is the head to heads So you might have it has to be an even number but it might be 12 16 could be 20 and then you have this you know and we've talked about this in previous episodes me versus tom and you know brett takes on you know his his wife and you know and then you know and it's this head-to-head battle so your team against my team and, and you have the overall leaderboard and then you get down to finals and a grand final at the end of the year grand final in harness racing how good so have a look at the leagues and when you when you create a league or join a league i really encourage people to go out and and sell the dream sell the message to people and you know and, and get people to join in because that's the fun bit isn't it tom being able to being able to have the banner among your mates and, and yeah, other
1: people. The, the head-to-head's the best. It's it's the best. Oh, that's what I enjoy. I've done it across all, all different types of sport. And, you know, in the week where I'm versus Paul, I'm constantly messaging you every, yeah. every winner I get. Yeah.
0: And um, you're keeping an eye on the overall, and, and you're looking ahead. All right, I'm in front, but who've, I, who've yeah. I who's he got? Who've I got? All right. And then, so then you're paying attention to even who I've got. They might not even be in your team. Yeah. Aren't you? Because yeah. you... You, you you're wondering what sort of point score I'm going to generate. That's that's the fun of it, I reckon. The ongoing, you know, eyeball that you need to put on it, and that that is a that in itself is a good exercise to make your team better for the following week as well, because you're paying attention to what other people are doing. Mm. You know, everyone always thinks they've they've got the perfect recipe or the perfect playbook, but so many opinions and so many ways that you can you can skin this cat.
1: Yeah, and you, you know. can um trade in advance as well. If you know next week the um the Aubrey Carnival Cups meeting's on well, the week before, you only got three trades in that week. The week before you might, you know, yep. pull some strings and, and make some moves uh, in advance to take take the top person out in your private league or if you got a tough head to head match and you know they've got a good team, then you can sort of stack your team against him or her um and try and get points there. Yep.
2: There's nothing worse though on a Saturday night watching the last from an England, somebody who is is in their team one home at worth (laughs) two hundred thousand dollars and just nut you on the uh, last race
0: (laughs) that's going to be the beauty of it i think so what i'd encourage people to do look get out just get in and register your team because the prizes are amazing there's a there's a car up for grabs there's massive harvey norman vouchers there's uh, vip experiences and holiday packages built around the eureka there's a weekly prize so there's well in excess of $60,000 worth of prizes on offer through this game, merely for free. You, you don't have to contribute a cent to the exercise of getting in and registering your team. So to give yourself the best chance, you want to be scoring points when the game not only starts, but it locks out. So if you're not registered by the, the start of the 10th of January, the, that first race at Menangle on Tuesday the 10th of January, you won't earn points in week one. So get in and get your team registered at least so you're, you're earning points. You know, there's no certainty in this game. So at least you've got a team. You never know. You might have a team that, that is going to going to dominate. Who knows? So get in and register your team so at least you give yourself a chance of getting points. And then, you know, if you give yourself enough time, set up that league, assemble your crew and uh, and create that league function so that you're good to go with that. And if you if, – if by some tragedy or travesty you miss the tenth of January deadline, don't stress, you can still register ongoing throughout the season because and it's worth doing because that weekly prize, mm. $250 Harvey Norman voucher, is worth making sure that you're signed up for and you're chasing each week. So great opportunity to get involved in our sport and put your opinions on the line and just really have some fun with, you know, the the results that our amazing you know, fleet of drivers across New South Wales are going to generate over the first six months of twenty twenty three. So uh we're not far off now,
2: boys. No, and no, it's probably a good thing I'm not eligible to get the uh the car or the vouchers <laughs> because everybody be playing for seconds. So it's, um <laughs> but no. I, I wish everybody good luck.
0: Yeah. Um how many times do you reckon you're tinkering with your team between now and the 10th of January, Tom?
1: Oh, heaps. I Already this morning I spent an <laughs> hour going through and changing it and I'm looking at my team now and I'm not happy with it. I want to change it now. So, yeah, plenty of time over Christmas to uh, have a look and really assess it with, with the numbers as well. Yep. You
0: using the desktop or your phone? How are you doing? I, I'm on desktop, but I just logged in on my phone. Yep. real easy, really yep. easy. Yep. All right. I've, I've had to play around on the phone, on the desktop, all Working schmick. So, and i am around
2: on the iPad as we and speak. And Brett's on can the iPad as we
0: speak. So, um, so we'll look, we'll wrap up this episode there, boys. Uh, we, as I said, stay tuned. We're going to, and, and subscribe to the podcast if you can. Look, we, look, we're not going to profess to be the Bible, but, uh, we're going to try and give you as many answers and as many tips and, and, and assistance as we can along, along the, as the season plays out. But I think this, Next few weeks is really crucial with trying to, because it's going to be a learning and 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 an understanding process for some people until the game starts to take shape where people have got to really get ahead of the curve and think about how this plays out a little bit. So we will do our best to try and articulate that to you through the podcast. So if you subscribe and follow and you get the notifications when a new episode pops up, uh, you won't miss out. And that way you'll be able to, We'll be able to help you along the way. So, as I said, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be rolling out episodes. We'll break down region by region, the big guns, the 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 bargains. We'll give you tips along the way. Can't wait to bring them to you, uh, boys. Thanks for your time, Brett. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Tommy. Easy, easy. All right, stay tuned. We're going to uh, bring you some more episodes down the track. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. <music>